No one has tried more diet trends than Gen X. Try to convince me otherwise. Atkins, South Beach, Nonfat, Cabbage Soup Diet, Grapefruit Diet, Liquid Diet, Jenny Craig, Weight Watchers, Slim Fast. Stop the insanity. We have been on and off enough roller coasters. I refuse to contribute to it. Today, you'll meet a guest who absolutely relates and teaches us how to appreciate our bodies as they are right now in this moment. And for those of us who want to become even stronger and have greater balance that will carry us over the next three decades or so, she will help us with that too. Plus, we invite you to an online event happening this week that will help you turn any life challenge into an opportunity. I'm Jackie McDougall, and this is the Grown-Ass Woman's Guide. Rachel Cosgrove is an Ironman triathlete and has been to the World Championships on Team USA for triathlon. She co-owns and operates Results Fitness in the suburbs of Los Angeles and Results Fitness University, where she and her husband consult, speak, write, and work with hundreds of personal trainers around the world. Rachel has been featured in numerous magazines, including Women's Health, More Magazine, Women's World, Real Simple, Shape, and so many others. The author of The Female Body Breakthrough and Drop Two Sizes, A Proven Plan to Ditch the Scale, Get the Body You Want, and Wear the Clothes You Love, Rachel is currently working on her third book, Age Strong, the breakthrough fitness plan for women who want to feel empowered, athletic, and strong as they age. Rachel, like most of us grown-ass women, has shifted the way she sees health and fitness, definitely since her early days as a dancer. Where did you start and how have you evolved in your philosophy when it comes to being healthy? Oh, I've definitely had my struggles. And in my first book, I share my whole story of everything. I mean, all the way to an eating disorder, you know, where I was trying to trying to fit the mold, right? I grew up as a dancer. And of course, you know, my legs weren't long enough. You know, I was too muscly. I was too, you know, whatever, right? (laughs) Never quite that perfect body, right? And then you start to realize that, you know, and one of the things that I like to say is that There's no such thing as a perfect body except the one that you woke up in. And literally your body is perfect and realizing that over the years. So I definitely had my struggles myself. And then, you know, working with clients over their journeys, my journey, you know, learning that it's really about figuring out what I like to focus on is what do you want to want to be able to do? Like, who cares what you look like? What do you want to be able to do? And so recently it's, you know, I've really gotten into Um, obstacle course racing and just, you know, things that I never thought I would be doing at now 48 years old, learning how to do the monkey bars, learning how to climb a rope. Like these are the things I want to be able to do, you know? And so, um, so I think for everybody, and maybe you're not looking to, you know, do monkey bars or climb a rope, but maybe you're looking to go on a hike or maybe go on a trip to Europe and be able to walk all over or maybe like, what are the things you want to be able to do? And as you start to focus on what you want to be able to do, then you start to want, you know, want to take care of yourself and want to, you know, be good to yourself. And that's really what it's about. It's, it's taking care of yourself. And so it's definitely been a journey for me. Um, and that's my goal is to help other women to find happiness and find, you know, stop beating themselves up. Cause it is, it always breaks my heart when I hear somebody that, you know, is down on themselves or like, mm-hmm. I'm not perfect or I'm not, you know, where I want to be, or I want to lose weight. I want to, you know, change my body. Like, no, today you woke up perfect. Now, if you want to, you know, improve, that's totally okay, but right. um, don't beat yourself up. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that in creating goals of, of things you want to do, because I think then you're doing, the actions are all for yourself, right. not 
not to please or to fit in right. to somebody else's idea of what perfect is. So how have you seen, because I want to get a little sneak peek of your upcoming book, because it sounds really fascinating, but how have you seen evolution through the books that you've been writing? I and mean, do you ever look back and go, oh, I can't believe I said that, or I said that based on what information I had at the time or who I was at the time? Yeah, sure. And I definitely, over the years, you know, I was focused on um, helping women to lose weight, helping women to drop two sizes. I have a book that's titled yep. Drop Two Sizes. And, uh, and that book actually, I originally wanted that book to be called Get Off the Scale, <laughs> interestingly <laughs> enough. Um, but Women's Health, it's a Women's Health branded book. Um, so Women's Health Magazine, who does their target market research, you know, spends a lot more money on it than I do, said, you know, the problem is, is that women don't want to get off the scale. So if we mm. title the book, get off the scale, nobody's going to buy it and you're not going to help anybody. <laughs> so right. there is, right. Like you have to find that speaking the language of the person you're trying to help. Right. And so that's where the book is titled drop two sizes. And it does, you know, over and over again, I have helped women too. you know, if you want to drop two sizes yeah. and my whole premise of it is through strength training and through building muscle, not about the scale, not about losing weight, about getting stronger, gaining muscle while you're losing fat and your body changes for the long term. So, you know, really changing some of the language. I think, you know, we, I, we no longer call it our drop two sizes challenge, you know, mm -hmm. like it's not about that. You know, it's not even, I don't even care if you drop two sizes. It's really about building the muscle, losing the fat, starting to get yourself shifted off of looking for this certain weight you want to weigh, you know, looking at a scale and going, I need to weigh what I weighed in high school or, you know, like it's like these crazy right. things that people think, you know, and I'm like, we're a different person. We're a different body. Like you're in your forties or you're in your fifties. You are who you are right now. Let's do what we need to do today to be better tomorrow. So now we call it our, you know, 90 day breakthrough challenge. It's more of making a breakthrough, right? About finding a new way forward so that, you know, you can sustain it for the long term. Right. And I think, you know, if I could take a half a second to talk to the listener for a second, like, how about we, including myself, stop falling for the BS marketing, right? Because that's why drop two sizes did well. You know, right. that's right. why women buy it. Because, because women like that. Yeah. We want a quick fix. Tell me what to do. We, I've said it, Rachel. I've said it. Like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Right. Um, by the way, no, I won't. <laughs> it has to come from within. It has to, right. like, yes, with a coach, with right. somebody who can hold me accountable. But when it comes to showing up and putting on my shoes or creating a meal right. that feels good, that's on it? me. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't want it, you want I can't, it. I can't help you. Right. Like, and that's, I think a lot of people beat themselves up because they start a really hard diet or start a really hard training program and they can't keep it up. And then it's like, I'm a failure. And no, you're not a failure. It just wasn't important enough to you. It wasn't, it didn't matter. You know, it wasn't like yes. eating fish for breakfast every day wasn't important enough to you. You know, there's other things that are way more important in life than that. And so figure yeah. out what's important to you. And that's where figuring out like, what is your why? Like what would motivate you to take care of yourself? And, you know, and I think for a lot of us, and this is my new book is called Age Strong and it's about aging strong. And it's about, you know, thinking about what do I want to be able to do when I'm in my 60s, 70s, 80s? You know, like one of our clients, her turning point when she joined our gym was she realized she was active her whole life and then it started to have aches and pains and things that, you know, were hurting and couldn't do as much. And her turning point was realizing she couldn't carry her grandbaby and walk mm. upstairs. She was like, I don't have the balance. I don't have the strength. And 
that was her like, I got to do something moment in her 50s mm. and came into our gym and joined. And first thing we started her with was like doing a step up. And then it's like she started and she right away was like, this is this is nothing. This isn't going to do anything. You know, she tells the story of how she remembers that first workout and like how it didn't feel like a little, whole lot. But then over the years, you know, now she's in her 70s. And that's the cool part is we have clients that have worked with us from a lot of them joined here in their 40s or their 50s. And now they're in their 60s or 70s and they've been following, they've been putting strength training as the priority. So they're getting stronger. They're looking at, you know, lifting more weight. They're looking at, you know, being able to do more things. They're not looking at being less, you know, it's not about weighing less or, you know, being smaller. It's about doing more, right? It's about lifting yeah. more and how much can I lift and can I do a push up and can I do a chin up and, you know, what else can I do? And so now she's the grandma now who jumps in and plays volleyball with her grandkids instead of sitting Aww. in the stands. She talks about how she like went to go see her kids play um, in their volleyball game. And she realized all of the, the older people were sitting at the bottom because they were nervous about hiking up the bleachers, you know, because there's like for balance. And she she was like, I hiked right up those bleachers and I got a really good seat and I got to see sit where I wanted to. So those are like when you think about what are the things you want to be able to do, you know, like yeah. if we don't start in our 40s or 50s, start to put ourselves as a priority and start to really make sure that we're able to maintain our strength and maintain our function and feed ourselves food that's going to give us what we need, then it's going right. to get harder and harder to be able to do the things we want to do. Absolutely. I think sometimes we don't make the connection. So for me to do a pull-up is not just, I don't just show up at the pull-up bar with like a little assist and try to do pull-ups every single day. I do strength training. And for me to try to get from the floor up without using my hands and back down to the floor, I use strength training, not just continue to do that. So can you tell me, like, why are we using strength training in order to be able to do other things that have nothing to do with weights? Again, strength training is really about putting a demand on your body that it's not used to and getting stronger, right? So your body adapts to, our bodies are so smart. Like our bodies will, you know, our bodies figure it out and it doesn't matter what age you are, uh, your body can get stronger. So if you lift a little more weight today than you lifted yesterday, your body will build muscle and you will get stronger. And that's just, it. It's just the law. Like it's, it's a part of physics. Yeah. It's, it's what happens. And so, um, that's the cool part is you have control over that. Like I think for so many of us as women, especially going through perimenopause, menopause, like things start to feel like I don't have control, whether it's your hormones, whether you're not sleeping well, you're, you know, everything, right? Emotions. And a lot of times you can feel so out of like, I don't have control over a lot of the things, you know, that are happening with my body. But one thing you do have control over is you can get stronger tomorrow than you are today, you know? And so, yes, being able to strengthen your muscles, you know, using a functional strength training program, you're going to find that by doing that strength training program, a progressively overloaded strength training program that over time, you know, starts with exercises that meet you right where you're at, that may not seem really difficult, but then as you get stronger and as you're building, 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 and then you look back and go, oh my gosh, look at how much stronger I've got. And then you go to get your Christmas decorations down and you're like, hey, look at me, right? Like, I just did that. Like, I, I couldn't do that last year. And right. so it does. It shows up in places that you're like, wow, I just got off the floor really easy. I didn't expect that. Wow, I just hiked up the bleachers to, you know, watch my kids play in their game. And I couldn't do that before. Um, and that's, you know, that's what strength training by getting strong. And it's not just strength. It's balance, right? So mm -hmm. that's one of the things we lose. Power. Power, you know, is 
really important. One of the first things we lose is our power, power output. So being able to move quickly. So, and that's why so many people end up falling. I mean, falling is usually one of the first things that, you know, really puts people on a downward spiral. When we start to fall by being able to put your foot out and catch yourself, that's actually power, you know, being Mm. quick, right. Being able to move fast. Um, and people don't think about that, that, you know, I like, I don't need power. Like, what do I need power for? Like, like, yeah, you need it to be able to react and move, right? So the quicker yeah. we can keep ourselves able to move, the more we're going to be able to do till we're, you know, 100, right? <laughs> right, right. I'm 52. And I see friends on Facebook getting new knees, getting new hips. And so I can imagine a little crazy to see people like, oh, you're my age and you're getting a new hip. That's what? But I think we start to downward spiral, right? Where it's like, I might have this pain in my hip or I have a new hip or I have this back thing. So I better take it easy. But is that true? Or we just need to find the right way to actually train? Yeah. You can always work around. I mean, when you do have an injury and it sucks to get injured and it's hard. And that's definitely like you said, right? When you get an injury now, I'm not doing anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm going to sit on the couch and, you know, wait till I heal. But in the meantime, now the whole rest of your body is getting weaker, right? So now you're setting yourself up for another injury. Mm-hmm. By building strength around each joint, you're going to end up, you know, making sure that that joint is stronger. And so if you are at a point where maybe you played sports, you know, your joints are just done yeah. and you do need a knee replacement, if you go into that surgery already with more muscle, more strength, you're going to do better. Your rehab is going to be better. So a lot of times people think, oh, I'm having surgery. I'll wait till after my surgery to start exercising. And I'm like, like no, let's start now because we can actually build up your strength, you know, not only around that joint, but around, you know, in your whole body. So right. that when you do have to take time off to rehab your injury, you know, you have a buffer, you know, if you think of it like that, like a buffer to, if you do lose a little bit of strength, you're not going from already weak to really weak, right? Now we're going from, we're strong and now we're, we're still going to be able to do what we need to do. So your body will maintain to a level and then you can get right back in. And then as soon as you can start to work the other areas of your body. Um, and our body does want to keep things in balance. So if you do like, let's say we have an arm injury on one side, if we work this side, it will actually help to keep these muscles stimulated. Your body will, will go ahead and try to keep up. Really? Right. So it will, it won't, it won't be as much, but it will keep it. We like it, the nervous system will tell this muscle, Hey, don't let this one get that much stronger than this one. Basically, um, right. it's not going to let you all of a sudden be like, boink, you, like, <laughs> like this arm's like huge and this arm's like nothing. Right. It's like Popeye um, and olive oil. Yeah. <laughs> so it will keep some sort of balance. So it is worth getting back into working out as soon as your doctor says, you know, you can start doing anything. And so right. we like, yeah, we always like to try to find ways to work around, you know, one of our clients had shoulder surgery and he's been doing, you know, one arm deadlifts and things with, you know, a bar. And so it's like, there's always ways to do stuff. Yeah. yeah. So if someone doesn't live in, in our area, so we live in the same community or they like to do things at home, what are some of the things like if they're not ready, so we got to meet them where they are, right? What are some of the things that we can do today just to get started? Like, let's take some baby steps. Sure. So, I mean, the basic movements of the human body, we have squatting. So, you know, by doing the the basic movements, so squatting, lunging, pushing, we talk about push-ups and maybe you're not ready to jump to go down on the floor and do a push-up, but if there's a wall, you know, that you can do a push-up against, that's a push-up, you know? So then, and slowly we would gradually want to get you down to the floor. 
So pushing and then pulling, which is going to be the hard thing is, you know, doing a pulling exercise in your home. You'd have to probably get some dumbbells or, Mm -hmm. you know, a TRX or something in your home that you do. I do recommend if you are going to try to work out at home um, to invest in a home gym. Again, like make yourself a priority. We started this conversation. It's easy to go, oh, I, you know, I don't have what I need and then not do it. Like if you are going to work out at home, if, you know, a lot of people over the past few years with, you know, everything pandemic, it's like a lot of people set up some serious home gyms and, and that's okay. If that works for you, what, you know, you got to find what works. And so, you know, if, if having a home gym is what you want to do, then invest in some dumbbells, invest in some equipment so that you have what you need to be able to really start to progress yourself and start to, you know, really get yourself on a path so that you will start to feel stronger. I'd say that's definitely one of the things, you know, that I think people, when they work out at home, because you end up not taking it as seriously, take it seriously, if that makes sense. If you're going to do it at home, put it on the schedule, have a dedicated area, you know, no disruptions. I know know, some people like their garage is their workout, you know, they go to the garage and it's like, don't bother me. I'm working out, make it. So it's your designated time for you that you can really get a workout done and that you're not just, okay, I'm going to do a few squats here and call that my workout. Let's figure out how to take it seriously. Even if we're going to be at home, you can do it. You know, you can do a really good workout. Right, right. Working out at home can be an awesome way to fit in fitness, but it can also be isolating and a little lonely, but you don't need to do it alone. We offer remote coaching now. I think most oh. trainers, most gyms offer a remote option. Oh, that's um, cool. Because, you know, we had to pivot and adapt over the pandemic. Yeah. And so that's definitely it's something you can usually find. You know, I am a big believer in coaching, not just for physical, but I mean, a coach for my business. I think all of us as grown ass women, we need to, you know, we need to hire experts to help us to be our best. And I think, you know, I know for a lot of us, we always think I'll just do it myself, but it's so much, you know, better and in such a better use of your time. If you get somebody yeah. who's an expert at what they do and helps you with a program so that you don't have to try to figure it out. You're busy. <laughs> You're good at what you right. do, do what you do, and then check in with your expert to help you figure you know, here's your program, here's what you need to do. And yeah, like we use a whole software where we can communicate and you can send, you oh, know, cool. we can make sure you're doing everything right. But That's I would awesome. take it seriously. Decide you're going to do this and then um, really put it as a priority. Right. I think that's one of the greatest lies we can tell ourselves is I can do this myself. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> right after I'll remember this, even if I don't write it down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which, which we all know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that, I mean, I love that because accountability for me and for, I think for anyone. And, and so a lot of the women who listen are also grown ass creative. So they may own a business, they may provide a service or do anything. And I consider you to be one of the grown ass creatives because even though your job isn't quote unquote a creative job, right? You own a business and you own a university, which we're going to, or run it, you know, we're going to talk about in a second. You do your content, you market that business. You are, so you're both, right? And so I think about resilience and you talked a little bit about COVID. Many gym owners, when the pandemic hit, were just wiped out. They, they couldn't sustain. You also train other gym owners how to run their gyms. So not only are you trying to deal with a pandemic, now you have to coach people while you're dealing with a pandemic. How the hell did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So two businesses that were both very affected by yeah. the pandemic. And it literally was like the rug being pulled out from underneath us, you know, because it was so fast. I mean, our gym was shut down and we were in the hardest you know, one of the hardest counties in Los Angeles Mm -hmm. uh, where we were shut down first. So we actually, that weekend before 
everything shut down, we had one of our masterminds. So we had gym owners here in Santa Clarita from all over the world. Um, we were all together that weekend before doing a mastermind. It was just a business mastermind. Not, not and none of us knew what was coming. <laughs> like, right. We were just all together. But as the weekend was going on, things were getting weirder and weirder. It was like that weekend when people started like going crazy buying toilet paper and like, mm. you know, everyone started getting phone calls from their gyms. Like people are, you know, starting to get worried, you know, asking if we're going to take any precautions. And, you know, so it started to just like, Oh my unfold. And so in we were all time. together. Thankfully, definitely going through it together was part of our the power, you know, and again, like, you know, find the people that can help you because don't try to do stuff alone. Yeah. Um, and then we had a software that we had been looking into. So luckily we had already been looking into this switching over to technology to deliver our programming. Mm. Um, and it was something that I actually, we had presented it to our mastermind group that weekend and they all were kind of like, I don't know, it's a lot. Like you'd have to get iPads, it's a whole thing. And so thankfully we had already done all the research and we were ready to go with this software. So literally Monday morning when we all, everyone got back to their gyms and then we, our gym started to get shut down. Ours was first. And then it was like, oh my gosh, we just got shut, you know, one after the other. Right. So we uploaded the software. I, I shot all of the exercise videos that day. Um, I told everybody, you have a program ready to go for your clients. It's a bodyweight program. We can get them all uploaded. All of us just had our clients come get equipment and we set them all up with a program on our new software. And so we had everything ready to go. Um, as a, an entrepreneur, those moments are definitely, it's exciting as much as it sucked and I would never want to go through it again. I think when you get to have that opportunity to rise to the occasion and figure mm. out how am I going to overcome this obstacle? I mean, it's like stuff that you never thought was going to happen. Luckily, we did have that software ready to go. So it was about already being on the lookout for what's coming next in our yes. industry and already being ahead. That was definitely worked out well for us. Uh, so it's definitely been a leadership, uh, you know, lesson in leadership. And I'm thankful for the lessons. I wouldn't want to do it all again, but um, that did make me a better business owner, made me a stronger leader and really feel like, all right, what, what's next? Like, I got this. <laughs> right, right. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. And do you think the pressure of having all these other gym owners, like looking to you for solutions that you were like, I better figure this out? Yeah, for sure. So if I can't show up for them, then like if we give up, yeah, how, you know, how do I tell them to keep persevering? Right. Right. Um, and so definitely it's, you know, I think there's so much power in being with other people and other, I mean, this is such a great thing that you're doing for grown ass women. It's like, Hey, like if we all stick together and figure this out together and we're not here to judge each other, we're not here to say you're doing it wrong. We're here to go, what are you doing and what's working? Because yeah. I'm trying to figure out what's working too. Right. And we can together figure this out faster. And so I think there's speed in, in a group of people. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that was our secret was really that we had a group of people that were all like-minded that all were looking to, you know, make it through and, and show up. And our main thing was show up, like just keep yeah. showing up for our clients. Like, and it doesn't matter how hard it is. We're just going to show up tomorrow and we're going to show up the next day and we're going to show up the next day and we're going to figure out how to show up. So that became our, our mantra was just show up. And I think that's goes for all of us. Like some days you don't feel like showing. And I'll tell you, there were days during that, that it was like, you know, I definitely had some, some ugly cry days where I was like, this right. is hard, but you know what? Our clients need us and we need to figure out how to show up tomorrow and our gym owners need us. And so, um, for sure that, you know, yeah. that kept me going. You know, you talked about it right from the beginning, showing up for yourself. 
Yeah, you know, and and making yourself a priority. And you had these people who are counting on you. And that was a reason to show up. And I think there are a lot of women who have these people counting on them. And they use that as an excuse to not show up, right? My kids need me, my significant other, maybe aging parents. So how do you direct those people who really do? If you look at their lives, you're like, Mm -hmm. girl, you have a lot going on. How do you help her show up for herself anyway? I think it's realizing you're going to be even better for those people mm. if you carve out just even like a couple hours a week for you. I mean, just a little bit of time every day for yourself. You're going to have so much more to bring to the rest of the and, and like you're right. Like so many women have so many people dependent on them. I mean, imagine if she goes down, you know, and you got all these people dependent on her, right? Yeah. Um, so starting to realize that if you're not showing up for yourself, then there is going to be a point where you're not going to be able to show up for the people who need you. And I think you owe them, you know, you owe them that you owe them to be your best. And the only way you can be your best is if you show up for yourself. And so make that a priority so that you can give the people that need you the best you. Otherwise you're not giving them the best you you're, you're giving them the tired. I don't make time for myself. I'm frustrated with myself. Yeah. Like, they don't want that person. They want the person who feels good. Right. And I think it's, that's a hard shift to make. And until you start to go ahead and give it a try, I would say, just give it a try, you know, like give yourself a period of time, like, okay, for the next three months, I'm going to make myself a priority. I'm going to show up for myself. I'm going to put myself on the schedule to exercise. I'm going to, you know, do what I need to do to take care of myself. And maybe it's just take 10 minutes to just meditate or do something that's going to make you feel better. Give yourself a a set period of time and see how it goes, you know, because I think That way, you know, you've tried it and you start to realize, like, once you start to connect that, oh my gosh, I have so much more energy. Mm -hmm. I'm so much more focused. Like when I'm with my kids or I'm with my parents who are, you know, I, I am able to be there with them because I have so much more to give, you know, and by taking this little hour in the morning, now I have all of this to give the rest of the day. And I think once you make that connection, then you'll never miss it, you know, <laughs> but yeah. I think for, it's just making that like, you got to connect that this is actually going to make me better at showing up for everybody else. Absolutely. And, and sadly, I think we have to do that trick, right? We have to say, oh, you'll be better for other people so that people True. will be good to themselves instead of just saying you are worth it. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're worth it. You are worth all of the effort and all of the benefits yeah. Just as you are, but sometimes we've been trained as women, especially whether you're a parent or not, or it's like, if you're not giving to other people, do it for free, by the way, but give, 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 give. And if you're not doing that, you're not doing enough. So I think that's great. Like we have to, so yeah, you have to fill your own tank. You can't pour from an empty tank. I think that's, yeah, they're just saying about that. And like you said, I think eventually you start to realize, oh, this workout is a non-negotiable. Like that is not getting moved. I am not like that's happening. And that's, you know, we have a lot of our clients that this is their reset. Like they come in, okay, now I can handle the rest of my day. Right. Um, And you starts to become a non-negotiable for you because you realize how it's not about what you look like. It's not about losing weight. It's purely about, you know, your like a mental state (laughs) that it puts you in to be able to go out and handle whatever else, you know, is coming at you. Resilience and growth start with one thing, mindset. If you've been listening to the podcast for a bit, you know I volunteer for an organization called We Will Collaborative, Women Empowering Women in Leadership. We offer four low-cost 
online workshops per year with 100% of the proceeds going back to support organizations who make a huge impact in the lives of women. Our next workshop is this Friday, December 8th, entitled Turn Challenges into Opportunities, The Seven Secrets of Success. The speaker, today's guest, Rachel Cosgrove. We would love for you to join us. There's a link for tickets in the show notes. Will you be able to help us with that mindset shift of looking at a challenge and seeing it as an opportunity? And how? <laughs> you have to come to my talk to find out. <laughs> um, give him a, give him a tease. Give him a tease. <laughs> yeah, it takes practice. And, mm. you know, I'm not going to say that in an hour presentation, I'm going to be able to, you know, completely shift your mindset, but I am going to give you guys tools and strategies to start to put into practice because it does take, I think it's, it takes repetition. It takes, you know, every time we see a challenge, you know, it, it's like every time we want to quit our workout, every time we want to, you know, we start running and we go, I just want to quit and we don't, and we keep going. Right. And then you realize, oh, I feel good. I'm glad yeah. I kept going, you know, yep. um, and it's, you got to train your mind. Like our mind is a muscle, you know? And, and so if we don't train our mind to, you know, when we see a challenge, instead of backing down, you know, and going, oh, it's too hard. I can't do it. We rise up, you know, and really shift into a superhero mindset. That's kind of, I always think of instead of a victim mindset. And I think, yeah, it's easy to go into that victim, like, oh, poor me. Oh my gosh, this is so hard. Oh, the, the economy's, you know, so hard right now. My business is never going to be successful or I'm never going to be in good shape or whatever it is that you've fallen victim to that you right. feel like, you know, poor me, it's not going to happen. Like instead shifting into, okay, like that language needs to, like, we can't talk that way. But if we believe it, it's happening, right? Like, you're right. You're not going to be successful and you're never going to get to where you want to be. And you're, you know, because <laughs> you're yeah. telling yourself that. Yeah. And so catching yourself, I mean, now, you know, anybody listening to this, just start to realize the things you say to yourself and start to shift, you know, anytime just flip that conversation and catch yourself. And I think that's the first step is just starting to catch you know, the things you're saying, I mean, it's amazing what women will say to themselves, things that they would never say to anybody ever. else. Ever. And if they ever heard somebody saying it to one of their friends, they would be like, don't talk to my friend that way. Right. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. <laughs> no, it's okay to talk our, to ourselves that way. Um, and so I think that's one of the first steps is starting to realize, you know, when you do see a challenge, how do you respond? And do you instantly, are you in a habit? And it is a habit, you know, like whether you watched your mom do the same thing or whether, you know, it was by example or but over time you've learned that, oh, I see a challenge. I go into victim mode. And so it's going to take practice to start to realize, no, I have what it takes and I can rise up and I can figure this out. And there is a solution and I just have to find the solution. I may need to get help. You know, I may need to ask for help. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, you know, there is a way through, you know, that's what we want to start to think about. What we want to start to learn is that as women, there's always a way through. There's always a solution and there's always help. There's always somebody who can help mm -hmm. you. And it's finding who that person is that you need, you know, who do we need to meet? Who do, what book do we need to read? What's going to be the turning point for you to help you to overcome whatever current challenges you're facing? Life can get hard, like health challenges, you know, family challenges, financial challenges. There's lots that can challenge you. And so it's starting to think over time, whatever the challenge is, how do I respond to this? Yeah, absolutely. So you made this bold and honest statement earlier that anyone at any age can be stronger. Do you also believe that mentally, like we all have it in us to be mentally stronger? Absolutely. I love if you've read the book, uh, Mindset by mm. Carol Dweck. Yes. She talks about a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. 
great book. And I think a true concept that all of us can shift to have a growth mindset. It's such an exciting thing when you realize the power of your mind and the power of realizing that, yeah, you can, you know, you can change the way you think. You can become the positive person that, you know, maybe you've never been or the success-minded person that, you know, you never thought you had in you. Anybody can. It's just a matter of making that decision. Right. And we're not talking toxic positivity here. We're not like everything is wonderful and and be positive, (laughs) be positive. Like we, I mean, you very much address that things were hard. And you sure. acknowledge yeah. that things are hard in this area or that area or whatever. And I think that's that's the key for me is to go, oh, this is hard and right. whatever comes after that, you know, yeah. it's not what's like, next? oh, yeah. And what's next? And what can I do about it? And what are the solutions? And who are the people I can turn to? All of those follow-up questions. It's not the, it's not the absence of difficulty. Right. Yeah. And every difficulty is what is going to make us stronger. And, and we, I mean, you learn so much about yourself. You know, yeah. I learned so much about myself over these last couple of years. You know, I want to help more women to realize their potential, to realize that they can. You know, I think for so many years, so many of us as women have been told we can't. And I think as we start to more and more realize all of the, you can't, you can't, you can't, what can I do? You know, really looking for for what's next for you. I mean, it's, it's exciting when you start to realize the possibilities. Yes. At any age. It's at so, any age. It's so exciting. Yeah. Absolutely. Connect with Rachel on Instagram at rachelcosgrove.co and on her website, rachelcosgrove.com. And if there's one thing you take away from this episode, it's this. If you've doubted yourself, if you've found yourself feeling like, all odds are stacked against you. And, you know, it's too, it's hard, you know, maybe life has gotten really hard. Maybe you have a lot of people depending on you who need a lot from you and you're feeling empty. What can you do today to start to fill your own tank? What can you do today to make yourself a priority and really carve out that time for you? And like you said, you're, you're worth it. You know, you're absolutely worth it. And don't, don't wait until, you know, I think that's the big thing is Mm. I'll, I'll start in January. I'll start you know, after the holidays, that's how a lot of us think, you know, it's like, I'll start on Monday. If you find yourself saying, I'll start (laughs) another day. No, today's the day. Like some days today, right now, what can you do right now? And it doesn't have to be a major overhaul. You know, maybe you go buy yourself a pair of dumbbells. That's what I'm going to do. And, you know, maybe I'll grab Rachel's book and I'm going to start, you know, reading through that and I'm going to start getting myself inspired. So what can you do today to take action, to make yourself a priority? Thanks so much for listening. For more information, links to related episodes, and a transcript of this episode, visit grownasswoman.guide forward slash episode 194. And let's connect on social at grownasswoman.guide. Until next time, you are a grown-ass woman. Act accordingly. The Grown-Ass Woman's Guide is produced by Grown-Ass Creative, a media and marketing agency powered by grown-ass women over 40. Spring has sprung. And with the change of seasons, sometimes comes an increase in vitality. If you're feeling in the mood for a little more personal time, may I suggest Coconut. Coconut is all about providing clean and natural ingredients when you're enjoying your most intimate moments with or without a partner. Naturally safe products developed by people who are obsessed with quality. Get 15% off with promo code GROWNASS at grownasswoman.guide forward slash coconut. That's 15% off with promo code GROWNASS at grownasswoman.guide forward slash coconut.